Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. 10.08 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti. Matt Rice, our master of ceremony. What a great first hour. What a great first hour we had. Phone lines are lighting up. It's nice in July. Generally, July is just, you know, it's sleepy. You know, it's, they don't, I don't think they even take ratings in July. It's so bad. I don't know. Uh, but we're having a great time, so this is wonderful. 860-522-9842. First time, we're going to have a guest on. I haven't had on for uh, the longest time. We're going to have it on uh, at 1035, and I'll tell you a little bit more as we go on. Um, I want to I wanna take Brian first because I said that I would. Then I've got to give the second half of the AM inquiry. Then I want to give you statistics of unaccompanied children being released in Connecticut. Let's go to Brian in Plainville. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing today? Doing good. First, I wanted to say good interview with uh, Famous last Friday. Okay. Okay. Did we hit the? Did we hit the? I know we hit the points. Did you, were you satisfied? Yeah. And this isn't a knock on her. This is just all the politicians, and it makes me laugh. They yeah. are so dumbfounded on the abortion thing, where they yeah. can't give a number to save their life. I kind of find that amusing. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's, satisfied. It's just... I mean, nobody's going to be perfect, but that's why they wanted Roe so much. Yeah. Because yeah. they didn't have to ever make legislative decisions. Well, Brian, I got to tell you, you were the you were the reason I I narrowed down to those three topics with with Themis last week because you, you said that that it was your call. It was your call I, that I motivated that. that. So thank you. Yeah, thank I appreciate that. But uh, what I wanted to talk about quick yeah. is the oil. How uh, I agree with you a hundred percent. When I found out that we gave strategic oil reserves to China, unbelievable. I mean. I know the Republicans, McConnell and Lindsey Graham, don't want to do it because they think it's political theater. Yeah. But if a president deserves to get impeached, it I is know, Joe Biden. Right? I mean, come on. Biden is so compromised. He's made so many bad decisions. The country's in shambles. People are struggling economically. And, and, and we don't even mention it. I mean, where... Where is Lindsey Graham? I mean, no. Where is Kevin McCarthy? The word won't even come up. I think they're afraid to say the word impeach. They won't. They won't say anything about the way the economy is going, and you know why? Because I hate to say it, but I think that they agree. Biden is not going to change a thing because for the economy to turn, he would need to basically reverse everything he's done. Yeah. But you don't hear any of the Republicans talking about what he needs to do. I hear more governors and oil executives talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I just, I'm baffled by it. I'm baffled by the lack of Republican pushback. Listen, you can't impeach the guy. You don't have the votes anyway. But why not at least raise the flag? 
Why not? Why not at least talk about it and let people know this guy is a, just a gosh awful president? But you know, but they if, won't. But they won't. If they, they mention that now and ran on part of it that they were going to impeach him if they took the house, I think yeah. that would really work with some people. I, I, I would. It would show them they had a little backbone. Exactly. Oh, I right, thanks gosh. a lot for your call. All right, or your time. Th- thanks it. for your listenership and your calls. I appreciate it. All right. So here's the second half of the Amen Choir. Oh my gosh, you guys are killing it today. Uh, Marianne L, Jill L, Chris P, thanks Chris, Peter, Val, Linda from Florida, Patricia W, Monica M, Lori M, Rob K, Sharik, Christina I, Kaz, Cheryl F, Larry D, Janine H, Doreen Z, Joe N, Lee P, Sarah F, Carol J, Priscilla W, Sarah R, Kevin S, Pat A, Mark P, Jolie C, Zeke H, Andrea L, Larry M, and Chris C. Thank you very much, one and all. And uh, any more come in, I'll give you a shout out. Now, let me just tell you this, because you asked for this. These are the numbers for Connecticut since 19, I'm sorry, since 2014-15 on unaccompanied illegals led into Connecticut. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop when I get to a certain number. So this is 2014, fiscal year 2015. Uh, 206. 454, 412, 332. That was years 8, 17, 18. Uh, 958, 18, 19. 216, I'm sorry, 260. That's 1920. Then we get to last year, 1,448 last year. Huge. Like like four times as well, except for except for uh, eighteen nineteen, and so far this year two twenty three. So that that's what we had. That's what we know of. That's what we know of. We don't we don't we don't know you know fully because there's no there's no full uh, um, there's no fully way to know what illegals are doing. That's why they're illegal. They stay under the radar. Kind of crazy. 860-522-9842. Let's go to uh, Rob in Middletown. Hello, Rob. Good morning, Pastor Will. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? We're wondering where Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell are. They're out busy spending the money that the Chairman G gave them to ensure <laughs> their election. I think some kind of deal went down with them that I'll ensure your election as long as you vote these policies to strengthen China's economy. You know, isn't it bad that even you know? I I, I think you're. I, I think I'm taking this as a as some type of satire. But isn't it bad you have to even think that way? That our politicians are on the take from our enemies. It's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, it's blatantly obvious to me. I, I don't know. I'm just a casual onlooker. You know, I didn't spend seventy thousand yeah. dollars on an education from Yale or Harvard. Yeah. But as a layman, that's seventy thousand like a year. Um, I, I don't know. You know, again, term limits, these two things would would clean up American politics and would straighten out the country. Do that. They're all term limits. Together. Well, you got to get a convention of states. Other. The states have to open up the Constitution and change the Constitution. The only way you do that is convention of states. Um, term limits and eliminating paid lobbyists. 
I guess it's too hard for people to understand. The longer that they stay in Washington, the easier it is for them to be corrupt. What, what's so hard to understand about well, that? Well, easier to get corrupt and, and more entrenched. That's why incumbents win re-election 96%. They're like termites. You can't get rid of them. No. So I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's a very obvious thing. I think you think it's obvious. But, no, they're never going to do it to themselves because there's no interest like self-interest. They're not going to vote themselves out of a job. That's why we have to make a constitutional amendment. That's the and only way this will work. if we ever work. open up their portfolios, oh, man, there would be the truth right there, oh, wouldn't gosh, it? I'd love gosh. to see how much lithium stock our Department of Energy <laughs> secretary owns. Really? Yeah, it, it's uh you know, it, it, it's so amazing. I mean, I, I think we would be stunned. I think the, the average American would be shocked if to learn the amount of corruption that's happening in Washington, D.C. I, I, I think we'd be like, make a movie about it. Make a movie because it, it would be so stunning to most people to see, see the amount of corruption that's going on. And how, we how these make people a get movie about it because it would offend too many people. Well, that's so. true. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Rob, you're you're right. Good call. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling. Have a great day. 860-522-9842. Rudy brought this to our attention yesterday, and I have to admit, I, I had not heard about it. And it's a it's a fairly new story. This over in the uh, the Netherlands. Now, now you say, well, that's over there. That could never happen here. <laughs> Don't be naive. The same thing that's happening in Holland could easily happen here. Easily. There's enough people, there's enough climate terrorists in the United States that could allow this to happen. Uh, farmers are protesting with their tractors at an airport on Wednesday. Dutch authorities on Wednesday said an official investigation but opened into events of a heated night of farmer protests in the north, northern part of Netherlands. Farmers have been demonstrating against the government's proposal to slash emissions of pollutants. Well, that doesn't sound like a bad thing, right? Well, listen to how they're going to do it. Protests turned into unrest as they blocked roads and supermarket distribution centers. Police fired warning shots late Thursday and arrested several farmers after protesting farmers started driving their tractors uh, toward the officers on the highway. Well, those tractors, you know, boy, I tell you, they're fast. you got to be careful. You can't get out of the way of those things. According to local media reports, Dutch farmers interest group LTO called for an investigation while police union ACP insisted it was an incident, uh, an incidental event that would not contribute to further escalation of an already tense situation. Hours later on Wednesday, protesting farmers were gathered outside the uh, Groningen, an airport in (laughs) in the northern part of the country. The protesters were seeking to block the airport. Medical flights were not affected, according to officials uh, in local newspapers. Protesters are angry. Here's, here's the cause of this. Protesters are angry about new environmental law proposals that seek to curtail emissions of nit- nitrogen oxide and ammonia by 50% 2030. First of all, we don't even know what, 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 what that is doing or if it's causing harm, but that's all right. According to estimates by the government itself, 30% of livestock farmers will have to shut down their businesses. Oh, what is that going to do for world food supply, I wonder? Because we get so much beef out of Holland or Netherlands. Yep. Unbelievable. They have a lot of livestock. 
the Dutch have a lot of livestock, and and imagine thirty percent of it going away, or thirty percent of farms going away. And you don't think it could happen here, with a whack job climate terrorists that are controlling around here. You you've heard stories about this here. They've talked about this kind of stuff. Eliminating, you know, I what about the story two weeks ago that if if you have a lawn, if you have a nice lawn and flowers, and you take care of it, and you and you you know spend time making sure your lawn is nice, you're contributing to, to, to negative climate change. Now, that's the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard of in your life, but there's people that seriously believe this. There's insane people who believe this stuff. Don't think it can't happen here. It absolutely could. All right, we'll take a break. A couple commercials. We'll come back, 860-522-9842. We'll take your calls. We're going to guess at 1035, but we'll finish up with some calls before the day is over. Right here on the Thursday edition of the Wilmerati Show. We'll be right back. Yes, yes, yes. 1023. You know, um, <clears throat> they don't have gun. Uh, they, they don't, citizens don't have guns in the Netherlands, so there's really nothing they can do about this. Not, not. I'm not saying that we would either in terms of of shooting at people. I'm just saying there's less likelihood. There's less likelihood here for governments to press in hard on the population. If it ever came down to that, I know some of you, oh, he's crazy. It could never happen here. There would never be a tyrannical government. You're living with one now. You're living with a government now that doesn't care about you at all. If they did, they wouldn't be sending our reserve oil to Asia in Europe. You're, you're living with a government that does not care about your financial pain because if they did, they would change their energy policies. And, and even if it was temporary, let's just say just to, to, to ease the pain. In one year, they would change, go back to Trump-era energy policies. In one year, you would see prices decrease dramatically. But they won't do it. Why? Because they don't care about you. They care about their agenda. You are, you are not important to them. And, and that's why this happens. And so uh, you say, well, it would never, it could never happen here um, in America. It could never happen in the United States that a government would be aggressive against its people. Please, please don't be that naive. There's nothing, stop, there's nothing to stop that from happening. I'll tell you, there is something to stop from happening, and it's everybody having guns. That, that's the major deterrent to a tyrannical government. Is is the population being armed, um, and and they won't they won't try to go for that because they know it's gonna you know what a mess that would be. Are they gonna get what they get? Police are gonna turn on their citizens. The army's gonna turn on the citizens because the legal law abiding people don't want to give up their guns. No, 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 not gonna happen. Um, and I know, I know, people get upset about that and the. Oh, I can't believe he's saying this. It's so, how could he possibly think this way? Oh my gosh, this is just so, just so, so wrong. This is America. Yeah, I know, I know, and and I want to keep, I want to keep it America. I want it to be the, the 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 freedom loving place that this is, the great experiment known as America. But we can't, we can't deal with these these policies, and this is just wrong. We need politicians who care about us. We need governments in place who care about us. And, they, and oh, by the way, 
They serve us. We don't serve them. I think we forget about that. We put them in office to serve us and to address our concerns. But once they get in office, they forget about that and we become the serfs. We become the political slaves. Shouldn't be happening this way. Shouldn't be happening, but it, it, it has. So, you know, we've gotta we've gotta we've gotta carefully guard our freedom. We absolutely do. And that's why the you know, you read the Declaration of Independence and the in so many ways, you could draw parallels to, to what's happening right now and the responsibility that a free people have, the responsibility that a thinking people have. Um, so many, so many parallels that you could draw. 860-522-9842. We have time for a quick call. Matter now. We'll just, uh, I guess we have time for a quick one. One quick call before we take a break. What do you think? Uh, we're going to have a guest on in the next half hour. We haven't had on in, well, since I've been back. Since I'm back seven months here in the Wilmerati Show, since they reconstituted Wilmerati Show uh, after a nine-month absence and now seven months back on the air, uh, we're going to have the the curator of the uh, the commentary, Connecticut commentary, Red Notes, Blue State, the one, the only Don Pesci is going to be our guest at 1035. Let's quickly go to George and Canton. George, go ahead. you got about a minute, sir. Greetings, uh, Pastor Will. I'll be Greetings. very brief. Two things. Uh, 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 treason. Treason is doing something that weakens this country and strengthens another. Okay. That's the, the, the thumb sh- thumbnail uh, definition, treason. The second thing, think about this. If you've ever watched The, the Five with Geraldo, now I'm no fan of Geraldo, but <laughs> think of this. Uh, Geraldo is the same age as Biden. Can you juxtapose these two men? Oh, Geraldo, agree with him or not? I didn't know that. Biden his mind is, Geraldo's 78 years old. Geraldo's sharp. He is sharp as a tack. You know, Joe Biden couldn't get a job on the de- on the desk at the at the uh, the the, uh, the five. Yeah. He can't hold a thought. No, he, he it's every it's time sad. when you when you see uh, Biden, think about Geraldo and how sharp that man is. And and Biden, uh, you talk about a dull knife. Whoa! Oh okay. man, what an amazing contrast, George. I had never even thought of that. Didn't know that. What what a what a, a, a striking contrast between the a striking two. contrast, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, George, yeah. thank you. That's an amazing thank point. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back. Uh, more your call, 860-522-9842. And then uh, Don Pesci, uh, C- Connecticut commentary, Red Notes, Blue State, will be our guest at 1035. Stay with us. All right, welcome back, 1039. Uh, a couple more amens came in, Kim M. and, and uh, Kevin uh, W. Thank you so much for that. Uh, longtime friend of the show. Haven't I had him on since since I we since we reconstituted the Will Marathi show. Uh, not sure how that happened, but it happened. But we're glad to have him back now, and he is uh, <clears throat> stays very up on Connecticut issues. He's the curator of uh, Connecticut commentary, Red Note Blue State, Red Notes Blue State. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Um, and he's always has, he always has great, great pieces. I want to welcome a uh, long time, long time. Don Pesci. Welcome. Hey, how you doing? It's yeah. I'm doing well, Don. Long time. No talk. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. I like the whole idea of a reconstitution. It sounds like you're peddling orange juice over there. <laughs> well, it'd be healthier than some of the other stuff coming out. That's for sure. Um, so how you been? I've been good. Uh, uh how about, uh, uh well, you know we're we're approaching an election now, so <laughs> naturally everybody's uh, everybody's very busy, and uh, uh, Republicans are on a on a very high horse, uh, supposing that um, they really don't have to do too much to win elections. I think that's a big mistake. Um, I so, agree. You know, going along. I mean, are, are, what are you most surprised with? Don, in terms of uh, post-COVID, in terms of uh, Biden, Lamont, what what, what things are, are standing out? Like, you're, wow, I didn't expect that. Or or, or is it is it nothing surprising to you? Oh yeah, no, everything surprises me. It's uh, uh, I think it was uh, Otto von Bismarck who said that um, any fool can learn from his own own mistakes, but it takes a genius to learn from the mistakes of others. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, I don't. I think we have a national administration at this point that uh, simply has is is tenured. Uh, they simply uh, they are very very disconnected from uh, most uh, voting uh, people, and they haven't mm-hmm. heard the cries that are they're rising uh, from uh, you know their toes to their ears uh, to their ears, uh, coming from uh, even. Uh, 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 soccer mom, former Democrat soccer mm-hmm. moms mm-hmm. who yep. are uh, who are incensed by uh, by the inability of boards of education uh, to listen to uh, to uh, the people they represent. You know that's one thing. Uh, curriculums are a mess. Uh, they are, they have been a mess for years and years and years. Uh, everything uh, that um, that our our fathers and granddads. Uh, new and respected seems to be disappearing from the culture. Started with statues, Columbus statues, then it went to uh, you know presidents. Uh, uh, the Democratic Party uh, uh, campaign fest was renamed, and uh, two uh, former presidents, Andy Jackson and and uh, and uh, Thomas Jefferson, were you know just thrown thrown out of the thrown out of the party unceremoniously. Mm-hmm. You know so. We've seen a lot of changes, but the thing that surprises me uh, the most is the degree to which uh, 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 politicians here in Connecticut and the Republican Party do not know that politics is downstream from culture. Right. And what's been happening over a period of, uh, say, say, 40 years, 30, 40 years, is that Democrats have launched uh, an assault on uh, cultural verities. Uh, things that we always uh, uh, believed uh, and uh, and are now verboden by uh, by a lot of Democrats, Republicans uh, seem to be either incapable or unwilling uh, to launch campaigns based on cultural issues. 
why is that? I mean, I, I, I go back to the, the very basic thing about Donald Trump. Donald Trump's second day after inauguration, Maxine Waters screaming impeach, impeach, impeach. That was the battle cry for four years, even through two years of the phony Russian collusion nonsense. Like Republicans are afraid. It's like they don't want. What is it? They don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to. They want. To, don't want to seem confrontational, which the Democrats have no problem with. All. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is the most confrontational human being in the world. Why are Why are Republicans so afraid of that, Don? Are you mean Republicans in Connecticut or, or nationally anywhere? Anywhere well, in Connecticut, I can answer the question. I think that uh, Republicans in Connecticut are the victims of their own past successes, their political successes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Chris Shays and Nancy Johnson and uh, uh, Simmons and, you know, the other Republicans who uh, have uh, left uh, uh, the uh, uh, U.S. congressional delegation uh, used, to, used to be able to campaign on, uh, on uh, uh, financial issues alone and, and win yeah. elections. That's right. no longer the case. No, not no at all. So uh, what I think a lot of people in Connecticut are looking for uh, is uh, is uh, campaigners, uh, people in Republican campaigns who have uh, who have the, um, the fortitude uh, to confront some Democrats on on very important cultural issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's amazing to me. Um, I've been saying this for a while now. If you're ever going to run for anything, including dog catcher. Uh, in Connecticut, as a Republican, this is the year to do it because there's such, you know, such disdain. And, you know, Biden's got a 38 percent, 39 percent approval rating. Everybody's worried about the economy. Everybody's worried about, you know, fuel prices, all that. And it's never been this bad. And it's just it, there's no there's no real relief in sight. Um, and yet still, Connecticut Democrats seem to have a stranglehold on on different offices. The, 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 bright, the bright news is in, in the 5th District, uh, 538, the most liberal uh, polling organization in the country is calling it a toss-up between Johanna Hayes and, and George Logan, and well, I, I think that's something great. to be happy about. Yeah, uh, well, there's, I think there's a lot to be happy about uh, on the Republican side of the barricades uh, this time around. George Logan is a very uh, is a very shrewd uh, uh, political campaigner. Uh, he's ha- he's been in politics in Connecticut for. Uh, a long while. His, uh, can, his uh, record of accomplishment is uh, very good, and he's not afraid to, uh, he's not afraid to, to, to you know, engage in, in robust uh, political discussions. His problem is not going to be any of that. His problem is going to be, uh, uh, is going to be Democrats who have learned over a long period of, of time how to hide behind the flower pots until just two or three weeks where people go to the polls to vote. So they don't have to grant Republicans uh, debates. Yeah. You know, all they have to do is hide, just hide in the bushes. And uh, unless you have uh, a media uh, that's willing to call them out, that's willing to, uh, you know, flush them out from the bushes, um, you know, they have, a, they have an almost insuperable advantage over Republicans in elections. Mm-hmm. Well, they do, and I, I had George Logan on last week, and I said, you know, uh, here we are out of the playbook. You know, there's always the October surprise. What are they going to come out with at the last minute because they're desperate and they're afraid they're going to lose? And I said, you better watch out, George. You're going to start to say you're a racist. You know, of course, yeah, you're I, I, black. Was, I was thinking you know, that's the big thing. I can't wait. Oh, Ray, Logan's a racist. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah they're going to end up calling him a racist. They, don't, <laughs> they really don't have much to run it. The Democrats this time around have nothing to run on. 
Well, they I mean, they, they think abortion is their big savior. Unfortunately, none of the national polls have Americans even putting abortion near the top three of their concerns. Yeah. So, well, you know, there's a segment of the population that's crazy about it. But most Americans just want to take care of their families. Most Americans just want to buy food and put gas in their car and not have them cost, you know, 40 to 50 percent more than it did two years ago. Yeah, well, that's true. There's a there's a piece up on Connecticut commentary called Blumenthal, the senator from Planned Parenthood in Connecticut's Democrat Party, <laughs> where where I uh, discuss uh, uh, I discuss some of those things. I can't, you know, it's just impossible to to reduce what I'm saying there to uh, to a couple of sentences. But um, uh, Blumenthal is an extremist. Uh, you know, on, uh, on uh, at least on abortion, he's an extremist. Um, he's uh, in favor of abortion at any stage of the pregnancy right up uh, to the moment of birth. And I think he uh, even refused uh, to vote in favor of a bill that would have required uh, doctors and abortionists to save the life of, uh, of, uh, of babies born, uh, born alive after yeah. an attempted abortion. So. This is the very definition of extremism. Uh, Blumenthal all along has gotten a lot of campaign money uh, from uh, Planned Parenthood. His, his, he's been intimately associated with that group uh, even before he ran for the Senate while he was uh, uh, attorney uh, general. So he's, well, he's a little bit vulnerable on, on abortion issues. But, you know, the Republicans in Connecticut regard abortion issues as cultural issues. And they've always uh, they've always pushed aside cultural issues, and they've been afraid yeah. uh, to confront Democrats robustly mm-hmm. on uh, on cultural issues. So mm-hmm. you know, when you do that, you lose elections. Right, right. You know, you've got a you've got a piece talking about cultural issues and 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 the difference in how Democrats approach it, Republicans. You've got a piece called uh, Lamont's abortion ad, and uh, I did see I saw the, the video, and I'm like. It's hard to imagine that somebody would would run on that position, but this is how this is how how stilted the Democrats are. They just don't even get it. T- talk about that a little bit. What was this ad about, and what's what's Lamont basically saying in the ad? Well, here here's how you know I I can pull up the ad. Here's the, here's the ad. Here's what he's saying. He's saying, dear business owners, and this is addressed to uh, people in states that have the effrontery, that have had the effrontery to uh, impose regulations on abortion. So he says, now more than ever, time to look at Connecticut as the future home of your business. And then he praises the workforce, the high quality of life. So we are writing to any business owners disappointed in the uh, stance of their current uh, state concerning abortion uh, restrictions. If you're looking to relocate to a state that supports the rights of women and actions and laws are unwavering in support of tolerance and inclusivity, Connecticut is for you. So that's that's the offer that he's making to that's the offer that he's making to other uh, states. Uh, uh, but you know, he, he it's not as if other states aren't answering him. You know, yeah. to what Texas is saying is okay. You can have all, you know, you can have all the uh, uh, you can have all our abortion refugees if you like. We're going to take all your businesses. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's amazing that you would run on that. I mean, I, I don't it's I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, Don. Uh, we're talking with Don Pesci, who is a longtime show, uh, friend of the show and 
and making a, 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 a reappearance here after the, the uh, beginning, the recounts of the beginning of the Will Marotti show. It's amazing to me that you would run on, hey, abortion, abortion brings jobs. You know, I mean, you want you want bring your good paying jobs here to Connecticut, although the cost of living is high and, and taxes are high, second highest in the country, energy is high, second highest in the country. But we do have abortion on demand. <laughs> I mean, how bizarre do you have to be to place position your state that way? Oh, uh, you, you remember, uh, you remember, Will, uh, years ago that uh, Connecticut became uh, became a state that offered um, that offered sanctuary uh, cities. Actually, the whole state is a sanctuary state for people uh, who have crossed the border um, illegally mm-hmm. and uh, want to go someplace where they won't be molested by uh, uh, by uh, you know people who, uh, who want secure borders. Right. So they did that, and they and they and, and now you know we're 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 and we're going to do we're going to make a, a Connecticut an abortion sanctuary. Uh, we're also going to make it a, a pot distribution center, and uh, you know I I don't know uh, we, you know campaigns used to uh, people who ran campaigns in the past used to uh, used to uh, 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 try to sum up their campaigns in a single sentence. Uh, like uh, Garfield, for example, mm-hmm. uh, a famous statement was uh, "back to normalcy." Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what what what, a, what the Democratic Party uh, a, a citation might be. Uh, you know, come to the state, come to you know where the where the pot where the pot abortion abortion and uh, and uh, 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 government by executive uh, order state. You know, that might be good for Democrats to run on. That's what they seem like they're doing. But Republicans never confront them on these things. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's baffling to me. But, I mean, it, maybe it shouldn't be, I guess. But I, am, am, I that, am I that naive or am I just uh, am I out of touch? You know, 1994, GE World moved its world headquarters here. Yeah. And there was reasons for that. Taxes were favorable. Businesses were, were, did well in Connecticut. The quality of life, of course, outstanding. You know the change of seasons, kind of just just a, a beautiful. You you know you know this, even back in the day when when we had, uh, you know, we were the literary capital, we were the insurance capital. You know, what I mean, uh, you know, we were the pearl of the East Coast, and and so GE in 1994 moved this world headquarters here because of good business reasons. Now, do you think companies are going to come here now because we're the uh, we're an abortion sanctuary? Are we, have we fallen that far and, and companies aren't going to look at energy prices, tax prices, second worst state to retire in? Are they not going to consider any of those things? Oh, I'm going to move my business there because they have abortions in Connecticut. Is, yeah, it, well, you, you know, my wife, Andre, uh, saw that uh, particular ad and she, uh, you know, just frowned and, and said it's uh, the whole ad is, is just ethically disgusting. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people think that way, um, you know, that, um, that uh, Tesla, for example, uh, uh, moved very recently to Texas. Mm-hmm. Now, they're, now they're not moving to Texas. They're not moving their business to Texas because, uh, you know, because uh, Texas uh, uh, has uh, regu- has imposed regul some reasonable regulations on abortion. Mm-hmm. They're not moving mm-hmm. for that reason. They're moving uh, because uh, Texas is a uh, is a very good uh, business environment. Connecticut could be a very good business environment, as Stefanowski says. Uh, you know, if uh, the the people in charge, uh, meaning the governor and the general assembly, would 
and suddenly would would realize that if you stop taxing people so much, Mm -hmm. if you stop spending so much, the economy will revive on its own. And Mm -hmm. when it revives on its own, it'll begin to produce jobs. It'll begin to produce produce money that's deposited in the coffers of of, uh, of uh, Connecticut's uh, government so that uh, government can then redistribute the money to needy people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically what his platform is, I, I think. I mean, I hope I'm summarizing his platform correctly. <laughs> you talk to him. Yeah. Uh, uh, so well, I, I, I would say I would say you're accurate, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's I think that's a message that will go over very well uh, in the upcoming uh, upcoming 2022 uh, 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 elections, mm-hmm. but there's something missing there. I mean, there's something that's not captured uh, by by the election message, mm-hmm. and that is uh, all the uh, cultural ramifications of the economic programs that are featured and sponsored and uh, desired by uh, Democrat. By Democrat governors, not mm-hmm. just that you're pushing business away, right, right. Although you are doing that too, uh, you know, you're causing, uh, you're ca- when you overtax people, uh, when you overspend, uh, you are imposing, you are imposing intolerable burdens on people who can least afford those burdens. People in cities who are suffering uh, because of uh, crime and, and because of the reluctance of the state government. Uh, to to acknowledge that uh, punishment sometimes deters crime, you know. I mean, gee, what a, what a revelation that is. But, you know, and I, I just wonder though, and I, I we have to wrap it up in a second, but I, I just wonder how long it's going to take before we can say, well, let's see, that didn't work. Uh, businesses are leaving Connecticut consistently. Connecticut's got the fourth highest move out rate in the country. How long will it take before we say, oh, Lamont was right, businesses are moving here because we have free and open abortions. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You know, um, I don't. I really don't know the answer to that question. But well, time will tell. But yeah, we'll see. I think you know Republicans will be making a big mistake if they don't campaign this time around on some cultural issues very strongly. I know. You know They're on some so afraid. Issues. They're so terrified of doing it, and I don't. Oh, they're all afraid of it. They won't go near it, and and it just. Um, you know, it's disheartening because they need conservatives to win. They need conservatives to win. And obviously there's a lot of conservatives because I get, a lot of people listen to this show. A lot of people listen to Tom Shattuck. I mean, there's a lot of conservatives, common sense people in Connecticut. Hey, listen, Don, a great pleasure to talk with you. Let's get you back on a regular schedule if you can fit us in. Oh, and, I can uh, and no problem. Just, uh, you know, have your uh, producer give me a call. and we'll Okay. Up. All right, super. Don, Don Pesci. Uh, Connecticut Commentary, Red Nose, Blue State. Thank you so much. A pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Nice talking with you, Will. Okay. Hey, guys, that's it. We're out of time. Great show today. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for your calls, for your support, for your amens. Thank you, Don Pesci. Matt, always great job. Tomorrow morning at uh, at tomorrow morning at 9.37, uh, I'm going to tell you how you can save a dollar a gallon on gasoline. A dollar a gallon. It's impossible. No, it's not. I'm going to help you in ways Joe Biden can't or won't. So we'll do that tomorrow. God bless you guys. I love you. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 